Welcome to Great Points, financial insights for improving your relationship with money. I'm Matt Schroeder, Certified Financial Planner and Director of Financial Planning at Great Point Wealth Advisors, a fee-only registered investment advisory firm with offices in Boston and Danvers, Massachusetts. Welcome back. Today's episode of Great Points is going to focus on another 10-minute tip. And today's tip is going to be related to the idea of the marginal tax rate. If you've ever heard anyone say, well, I don't want to make more money because then I have to pay more in taxes, this basically is going to dispel that misnomer. Um, even though, yes, it is true, if you make more money, you will pay more in taxes, it's not exactly as cut and dry as most people think it is. So we're going to talk a little bit about what the marginal tax rate is, what impact it has on you or why you should care, and then some tactics or strategies you might want to think about as we head into the year end um, when you start thinking about tax preparation and tax planning for 2022. So let's start with what is the marginal tax rate? Essentially, the marginal tax rate is the amount of tax that you pay on the last dollar you earn. Sometimes you might hear people say, I'm in the 22% tax bracket or I'm in the 12% tax bracket. Essentially, the way the U.S. tax system works is as your income grows, your marginal tax rate increases. And at this point, the lowest tax rate is uh, 10% and the highest tax rate is 37%. So essentially where people uh, kind of have the misunderstandings, if I make more money, I might pay more in taxes, is let's say you're a single individual and you made $40,000 this year. That $40,000 puts you in what's called the 12% marginal tax rate. Um, but if you made $42,000, you would go into the 22% tax bracket. So if you think about it, some people think, well, if I make $2,000 more, instead of paying 12% tax, and 12% tax on $40,000 is about $5,000. So if you're making $40,000, you pay about $5,000 in tax, even though it's a little lower than that. So if you make $42,000, you don't times the whole $42,000 by the 22%. You only times the last $2,000 by 22%. So some people think, well, if I make that extra $2,000, now I'm gonna to have to pay $8,800 in tax, which is 42,000 times you know, 22%. But actually you pay uh, 40,000 times 12%, and then 2,000 times 22%. So yes, you do pay more tax on the last dollar you earned, but you don't get a penalty on the first dollar you earned. It's only on the last dollar. So if you want to know what marginal tax rate you're in, you can uh, go to the IRS website or just Google uh, 2021 marginal tax rates and it'll show you a grid of where you would fall in. Um, and that's slightly different than what's called your average tax rate. And average tax rate is you take all the money earned and you divide it by the tax you paid. And you know that might say, well, 12% of your wages went to taxes. So even though you might be in the 22% marginal tax rate because of deductions and other things, your average tax rate was much lower. Uh, but if you're interested in knowing where you fall, that's uh, kind of the simplest way to do it. So now that you know everything you need to know about marginal tax rates, uh, the next question is, you know, why should you care? And the reason why it's important to know or be aware of what tax rate you are, are in is it could have an impact on uh, things like capital gains. So if you're selling a piece of real estate or a stock, 
Um, you know that depending on what tax rate you are might change the level of capital gains rates you you take. It also could impact your decision on you know whether I put money more into my Roth IRA or into an IRA or or increasing my 401k contributions. Now you never want to make a financial decision strictly for the tax consequences, but you do want to be aware of the tax impacts. You know, for example, you know, saving into your 401k might lower your tax liability by a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, depending on how much you put into it. But now that money is tied up and more or less illiquid until you're 59 and a half. So if your primary goal is to buy a house, keeping the money liquid might be more valuable than saving a few dollars in taxes today. So yes, you want to know what tax rates you are in. And it's like I said, it's not going to drive every decision, but it may change or impact your, your decisions in some of, the, some of the areas of your financial planning. So let's talk about some tactics. So now that you know your tax rates and you understand why you should care, um, here's a couple of things that we, we review with clients as we get closer to the end of the year to help them figure out, you know, are there any tax planning opportunities that they can consider? So if you let's say you're in a lower tax bracket and maybe you're in the 12% tax bracket or the 22% tax bracket. And when you think about marginal tax rates, uh, when you look at the overall history of tax rates, right now we're in a relatively low tax situation. Um, tax rates have been much higher during times of war and you know, as well as even in, you know, 15, 20 years ago. So if you're in a low tax bracket, putting more money into your 401k is really not going to have a huge impact because you're only saving 12% or 22% off your taxable income. On the flip side, uh, you know, putting money into a Roth IRA where you're, yes, you're going to pay the taxes now, but you get to have that money tax deferred or tax free down the road. You know, you might choose if you're in that lower tax bracket, you might try to look at your employer 401k. And if they have a Roth component, instead of doing the three or five percent into the pre-tax side, switch it and do the three or five percent into the after-tax or Roth 401k side. If you're closer to retirement or you have you know less earned income, but you're over 59 and a half, you might want to look at taking money out of your IRAs if you're in that lower tax bracket. Um, so if you are, let's say you're 60 years old and you're semi-retired or retired and you're in that 12 to 22 percent tax bracket, technically you don't have to take money out of your IRA until you are 72, but you are allowed to take it out penalty free after age 59 and a half. So if you're in that lower tax bracket, you might take an extra five or ten thousand dollars out of your IRA pay the lower tax rate and maybe shift that into a liquid account that you might use for travel. The other caveat to that is the idea of a Roth conversion. So whether you're 27 or 52, 62, if you have, have put money into IRAs, the other thing you can do, but you're in that lower tax bracket, is you could do a Roth conversion. Uh, and what essentially that is doing is it's taking some money that you've you already saved pre-tax and converting it to a Roth IRA. And the impact is that you have to pay taxes on the amount that you convert, um, but at whatever tax rate you're at. So if you're in a lower tax rate, and maybe lower than you were when you put the money in, you might decide to convert some of that money. One of the things that a lot of people aren't, aren't always familiar with is you can do a partial Roth conversion. So let's say you have $100,000 in your IRA or 401k. You don't have to convert the entire 100000 if you know you've got you know five or ten thousand dollars of you could take five or ten thousand dollars of income in that lower tax bracket, you might just do a five or ten thousand dollar Roth conversion to to leverage some of those lower tax rates. Now on the flip side, if you're at the higher tax rate and you know you're probably going to be in a lower tax rate later on in life, 
you might decide to increase your 401k contributions uh, and really think about, you know, if you don't need the liquidity right now, you know, leveraging some of that savings at a 32 or 35 or 37 percent tax rate um, between state and federal, that's a that's a good amount of savings. And that's more motivating to, to add an extra couple thousand dollars to those accounts. So most of the numerical examples I've given you are, are slightly generic, and you're going to want to talk with your tax professional to make sure that they align or you know the, the numbers are accurate for your situation before you go making any decisions. But just a couple last tips or things to think about. Uh, if you happen to be in retirement and you're thinking about some of these strategies, you also have to be aware of uh, if I take some additional income would that change how much tax I'm paying on my social security? So for some retirees in a lower tax bracket, a portion of their their social security is tax-free. If they start taking too much income, some more of that income becomes taxable. The other thing you have to think about uh, is if you're over 65 and you're uh, on the Medicare system, as your income starts to go up, uh, you possibly have a higher Medicare premium. So as you start reaching some of those higher limits, you also want to look at the Medicare thresholds. And if I take some extra income out of this IRA, what does it do to my Medicare premium? Just to make sure you're covering all your bases. And the final is for you know individuals that are small business owners. And a lot of times small business owners, they have the flexibility to kind of control their income. And sometimes they try to show as little income as possible. But when we start thinking of this through as far as from a strategic standpoint, sometimes showing some income, especially if it's at a lower income tax bracket, may open up possibilities for you to have a higher social security premium or a social security benefit later in life. It may give you access to add money to a retirement plan through the business, whether it be on a pre-tax or a post-tax basis. Um, so you don't want to have everything be driven just by keeping your income as low as possible or trying not to pay any taxes, especially while we're in a relatively low tax brackets or a low tax environment, you this is the time to say, hey, you know what? Taxes are inevitable. Someone's got to pay these taxes and this might be the right time for me to pay a little bit more at a low rate so that down the road I don't have to pay as much uh, in the future. There's not a right decision for everybody or right tax strategy for everybody, but there is a right strategy for you. So take some time, do your research, ask the right questions and good luck. Now, I hope you can apply some of what you heard today to improve your relationship with money. And thanks again for listening. Until next time, on Great Points with Matt Schroeder. Great Points is hosted by Matt Schroeder. Great Point Wealth Advisors is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities and Exchange Commission in accordance and compliance with the securities laws and regulations. Great Point Wealth Advisors does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through Great Points. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.